The Big Play Reflog Show is brought to you by ShackNews.com. Shack News has you covered for all your gaming needs with news, guides, walkthroughs, and reviews like this week's featured article reviewing Evil Dead the Game, which is based on the Evil Dead movie franchise. And remember that you could join in on the conversation by using the Shack News Cortex. So if you're a gamer, Shack News is the site for you. Check them out on Twitter, Facebook, YouTube, and Twitch at the handle at Shack News and at Shack News. Dot com. It's time streaming live from Cleveland, Ohio, presenting the undefeated, undisputed heavyweight podcast of the world, the Big Play Report Show. Welcome back to the Big Play Reflog Show. I'm your host, Big Play Dave, alongside my two favorite people, Chris McNeil and Nick Padone. Gentlemen, what's new? Dave, how was your Memorial Day? Not bad, man. I got a uh, nine hole, quick nine holes in it, Little Augusta here in Westlake, Ohio, uh, Hilliard Lakes, then went to the pool. Very Not good. bad. Very full day for Memorial Day. Yeah, I'm a little beat, but how are you doing, man? Thank you to all our veterans out there and everybody who's made the sacrifice so that we were able to have a a Memorial Day and we have the country that we do. I was able to celebrate it today by going out to the Memorial Tournament. Dave, it's Memorial Week down here in Columbus. So I took the kids out there to watch a practice run. I don't know why I did that twice. Pretty sweet walking around Jack's place here, seeing the course in beautiful shape. It was a uh, high eighties today. Sun was out. Didn't see that many golfers. Dave, I found out today, you know, most of the good golfers are still traveling from the Sunday round. So you're not going to see them. So you see kind of the lower level guys, but it was still fun to be out there. You saw the players, you got to experience, you know, Muirfield, and uh, kind of a warm up for the rest of the week. So good time. My kids had a blast. It was a, it was fun to be out there. So those who don't know, that's a, a pretty big golf tournament in the PGA. Chris, what is, what, what is that like down there? Because I mean, you're you're pretty local to that. Is it what what's the week like? What's the weekend like? It's a party. It's a party yeah. all week long down here in Columbus. You know, you don't have the same kind of atmosphere that you have, I think in, in other towns um, where you're used to big sport, big professional sporting events, you know, you obviously have Ohio state, you've got the blue jackets, you got the crew, but the Memorial is really that one event that we have down here where, you know, the, 
at least the nation's eyes are kind of on you. It's called the fifth major around some circles. I know there's a few tournaments that carry that designation, but this is Jack's tournament. Jack Nicholas, the best golfer ever. Um, you know, this is this has been his since the seventies. It's a huge deal. It's huge for Dublin. And quite frankly, Dave, it's a great excuse for business people during this week to call <laughs> off work or to have half days so they can go out, drink beer, and walk around a golf course for a few hours. So it's a big deal around here. That's awesome. Sounds a lot better than moving. Nick, what's up, buddy? What's going on, man? Officially a downtown Cleveland resident this week. Wow. So good. Looking for forward you. to it. Looking forward to it. Hitting the applause button early today. For everybody. Look at that. So going to be a downtown resident taking yeah. in all the sights of Cleveland. You got a little sunburn today, too. Need some aloe after the show for sure. It's hot in here. Now, now for when I come up, Nick, do you have like a guest room there? Or do you have floor space available if I should want to crash after a Guardians game, Cavs game, Browns game? Perhaps yeah, uh, yeah, there's we were talking before the show, there will be a little air mattress action going on. So yeah, there's gonna be some floor Wait, space. What? <laughs> what? What's we got an air mattress. We got an air mattress. No, we were talking about before the show, air oh. mattress versus bed and how air mattresses has come a long way. Uh, recently That's so true. yeah we'll have an air mattress look for your <laughs> finest air mattress after a guardians game this summer perfect there we go, there we go. all right we got a good show for you tonight <laughs> we'll kick it off with our big play power rank uh, we're switching this one up and then we'll get into cleveland headlines and then we will finish the show with who wants to be a billionaire hopefully giving away some labat blues with some guardians trivia Let's kick it off with some power. Power Monday. All right, we're talking before the show. What <laughs> mean? You know, Nick is in a relationship. I'm going to Chris, the old heads of the show. We're talking about the biggest tests in a relationship. Moving is definitely up there. Gentlemen, top three biggest tests in a relationship. What would you put on that list? Now, Chris told me that actual move-in day is going to be one of the biggest, one of the bigger yeah. tests. Like, actually, the, the process of removing the stuff from... A to car to B is going to be the biggest challenge of that day. And then deciding where it goes <laughs> and what the process is going to look like. Like, how far do you unpack? Are we unpacking, putting away? Are we making sure we've got it in its final position? Are we starting to position things? You guys may go into it thinking you're on the same page, but you will find <laughs> quickly that you guys have some differences in what you think you want to do and how the room's going to look in the short term, medium term, long term. And, and that's just, that's just a fun process to go through as a couple. Let me tell you, Nick. Yeah. And we're also this divorce guy over here. Just tell you, it's a hell of a lot of fun. We're also taking suggestions for uh, coffee tables. I just found out. So uh, at Nick Padone 12, uh, tweet your Wayfair links, not a sponsor yet. Wayfair trying to get that on board. So, so uh, yeah, tweet, tweet your links at Nick Padone 12. We could, we could use that help. 
There you go. Start tweeting Wayfair. I'm a influencer and I would like a free coffee table. Yeah. But at this point, any coffee table can't, can't decide too many. Wow. All right, Nick, what, so what would you put on this list? I don't know. That's a good question. Obviously moving's a big one. That's like a decision that we've had to make. Uh, biggest. So what is this? Biggest challenges? No, biggest, biggest test step. of a relationship. Biggest so, test. So let me, I'll, I'll give you a couple. Like, uh, going on vacation is a big one. A road yeah, that's trip, a big one. A 12-plus hour road trip is a big one. Yeah. Yeah, I would say I would use that. I would use vacation. That's, especially okay. if you don't, you know, especially like, you've, you hear horror stories, you know, thankfully never happened to me, but you hear like, you know, people go and then like they're, significant others like a nightmare and like the whole thing is like a mess and you're far from home and then you got to travel back together that's that's a pretty big test i'd say how about the first holidays like figuring out how you're going to divide it up her parents your parents maybe there's grandparents on top of that maybe her family's got some kind of bs they do downtown you know you got all those things (laughs) that are going to be out there and you got to figure out how to navigate that and the first holidays are always kind of cool because you're like, oh, no, anything for you, honey. After that first one, though, man, that's when things start to become, yeah. you know, a little bit more settled. You it's like we did your out. stuff last year. We did your stuff last year. That's exactly year. right. <laughs> yeah. And then it's like, well, no, that's our tradition. We do that. Well, no, we did it last year, so we're going to do this this year. Oh, yeah. Yeah, good times. Yeah, that's a good one. I would even say, like, just to more generalizing that, like, meeting their family for the first time. Like, that's obviously very early steps of a relationship, but that's a test. Like, you go over there, they could not like you. You could not like them. You could be like, these people are nuts. It's a big test. That is true. I'm going to go with putting in a golf simulator. (laughs) Yeah. That sounds a little little close to home. That's a big step. That's one of the biggest steps in a relationship, Chris is uh, the ability to be able to play a quick 18 whenever you want. That's <laughs> <laughs> uh, something you got to talk about going in. It's communication is key, Dave. Communication right. is key. Did, did, you, did you have a lot of communication over this golf simulator? Or did you just kind of come home and just, you know, say, hey, guess what? We're getting this. There, there was a freight truck in the driveway. Oh, no. <laughs> was, what is hey, it? Can you give me a hand out here? We got a box. <laughs> hey, it's, oh, worked. No. it's worked out. The kids love it. We had a movie night, uh, watched Stranger Things premiere out there. So it's getting a lot of use. So, Well, that's the key, too. I mean, yeah. if you can use the kids... And I did use that term correctly, using the kids. If you can Correct. use the kids to get the toys that you want, then, I mean, as a father, you're just doing it right. That's, That's just right. what you're supposed to do. So, Nick, be taking notes. I'm here. taking a ton of notes. Yeah, I, take we, some notes. Yeah. We're want we this got like five bullet, five bullet points in these last 10 seconds, let alone this whole segment. But, but honey, I'm doing it for the kids. I, <laughs> this is what the kids want, you know? That's right. Got to learn how to golf somehow. I, I mean, if driving. you want them to be 25 and not know how to play the game of golf, that's fine. But, you know, I, there's so much business that's done on the <laughs> golf course. I think this is just vital for them to know these skills. See, I sh- Chris, I should have <laughs> you come over and just pitch it. <laughs> that's right. Chris, what would you put on the list? Biggest test. Uh, I've been through them all, Dave, and I've failed them all. So <laughs> that's why we sit right here. Where we do, I think one of the biggest challenges is 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 dating someone who's uh who who roots for a rival of your team. You know, around here you get oh, some Ohio yeah. State, Michigan, 
perhaps you might be a Cleveland Browns fan, maybe dating somebody who roots for the Pittsburgh Steelers or something. I couldn't imagine that happening. But those type of relationships are particularly tough on their respective either Saturdays or Sundays. Or, you know, I, you know, my, my brother-in-law, he's a Yankees fan. Oh, Yankees God. fan. That's a unique. Sister, that's a tough one right there. So they've had to negotiate actually, because once you have kids, you've got to decide. Okay, how are we going to bring the kids up, mm-hmm. right? And uh, in their case, my sister is a bigger Browns fan, as a lot of us are, than what she is a Guardians fan. So their agreement was he was going to grow up a Browns fan and a Yankees fan rather than a Giants fan and a Guardians fan. So oh wow, that's the give and take you do in relationships. Man, right that's. There. That's that's an interesting one. That's Sophie's that choice is, right now, right yeah, there, gentlemen. That's, that's tough, tough, right? Which way would you go with that? I mean, if if you're given that, <clears> is he <throat> going to be a Giants and Guardians fan, or is he going to be a Browns and Yankees? Oh, that's, yeah, that's not even close. Definitely you go Browns, Browns Yankees. Yeah, 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 you got to go Browns, especially because they they live in Ohio, right, Chris? That's correct. Yeah. Yeah, you got to go Browns then. And then and then you just hope that yeah. you could like that would be my strategy. You go go hard on the Browns and then you hope that you could bring them around in the to enough Guardian stuff even though, you know, technically a Yankees fan that by the time they're in their teens and they can put together cognitive sports thoughts that they just switch over to the Why the Cleveland did Santa team. bring him a, a hat for the Guardians this year, honey? <laughs> <laughs> what? Two two tickets yes. again behind the Behind home yeah. plate for the Guardians? They just oh, it's not the way Yankees. it works. All I do is put my hand up. What are you going to do? <laughs> I'm, I'm trying to think which is worse, having a Michigan fan or a Steeler fan. I think definitely Steeler. Yeah, that's worse right? for sure. Yeah, I think so. Chris, you're down in Buckeye country a little bit more than we are. Yeah, I'd which... say the Michigan fan thing is tough, man. Being yeah. down here in Columbus and dealing with Michigan fans, I – you know, and in their case, they're just doing it not to be Ohio State fans. You know, you got a lot of these people who are Michigan fans around here who have never been to the state, you know, and certainly have never been to the university. So <laughs> that, that drives me nuts. So you get one of those no genuine connections to the university or the state, then that's kind of rough. But see, here's the thing with Michigan, though, is like, you know, besides this year, leave that out. Ohio State's had a lot of success there. So for Buckeye fans, it'd be like, oh, yeah, like she's a Michigan fan, but what could you do? You know, sucks to be her. We're with the Steelers. You're dedicating two Sundays of your fall to just sheer misery on the field and off it, as we would say in football terms. That's interesting. Yeah, we're on the same page. Yeah. All right. I'll give you one more. What's that? Oh, another test. I think another that's test. a solid top three, but yeah. Yeah, this has got to be up there, though, is is new sporting things. Like, you, you kind of touched on it with the golf simulator, but actually going yeah. out and playing golf with a significant other or skiing. Oh, skiing yeah. is another test. I mean, that's where you get the cold. I mean, the fear if they're they're scared of heights. And then there's always, you know, the omnipresent chance of an injury. So I, skiing and golf, those type of things, man, that's going to put a strain on things. If you can get through that, then you can probably make it to the altar. <laughs> yeah, that is that is very true. I didn't think about that one, Chris. That's a good one. I remember one time we were golfing, and we randomly saw one of our buddies up there, and he was teaching his wife how to how to golf, and it was just those two, and they were right in front of us. 
and it was just me and my friends drinking beers like his friends too and then we're just watching them he keeps looking back at us just like i wish i was with you guys yeah. <laughs> oh no yeah. that's that's tough if uh yeah if, yeah that's that's a tough one. all right let's let's actually talk some sports what do you say let's do it Cleveland Headlines brought to you by our good friends at TSE Cleveland. They have helped us give away a ton of signed Browns merchandise. So make sure you're following them at TSE Cleveland on Twitter and keep an eye out for our show tweets for those weekly giveaways. You could be the next winner. Go check them out, tsecleveland.com. Okay. Uh, Jake Trotter tweeted this out. Uh, what a couple days ago, the Browns are now the only team in the NFL that have a QB Watson running back, Nick Chubb wide receiver, Amari Cooper and tight end Dave Njoku that all rank in the top seven at their position in guaranteed money. Woo. A lot of guaranteed money getting floated out there for our Cleveland Browns. It begs the question. How how much pressure is Barry and Stefanski under for this year? Take the suspension out of it. Let's just say it's like four games. How much pressure do they have to to win with all of this money that they've put on on the table? All infinite infinite pressure is, yeah, is now right? on them. And and I'll say this: I think Barry will get a little bit of a leash. We'll find out really quick. And and I think the schedule is favorable, even with the dis- suspension, even with Jacoby Brissett starting for a couple games. But we're the the Kevin Stefanski chatter is going to get louder and louder and louder if the Cleveland Browns fail this season. And he's going to be the first pe- person that people are looking at. And then that bears the question, how does that go? Because he technically hired Andrew Barry. So, yeah, there is a lot of pressure, in my opinion, Dave, for these guys to succeed this year because – yeah, on pa- again, on paper, it's another year where they should be really good. We had that in 2019. We had that last year. And so two out of the three last years were failures where you're supposed to be really good. Yeah, the only caveat to that, of course, is the Watson potential suspension. And then, you know, as long as everybody's able to gel, this, is, this team's going to be fine, I think. If they're not, then you're going to start looking at problems. Um, I, I, I think that there's... There's a lot of pressure, and we're going to bring it on ourselves, too, by having expectations that are going to continue to build. And once again, and now we're finally going to have to meet those expectations. And if they don't, then heads are going to roll. But that's the NFL, and we're no different than any other team, you know? So expectations over the last few years have been, I would say, pretty sky high for the Browns. What are they now? so, Dave. Sure. Rightfully so. Do, Do you think they're higher now? I feel like they they have to be higher now, even with a suspension. I think they're muted by the suspension right now and the fact yeah. that we've been burned a couple of times in the last couple of years, right, right. in the last year, um, by high expectations and what we see happens on the field. Uh, but I think they're going to build going into the season. One of the, the kind of – I don't know that this is a good thing, bad thing, or whatever, but it, it just is what it is – is the fact that we're not going to get the type of play nationally. Or we're not going to be as f- a focus of the NFL because of the Watson stuff. 
Which is and great. as a result, maybe maybe we could fly a little under the radar. Now, of course, the negative to that is now we're the we're the bad guys. We're the bad guys nationally. There's no doubt about that. We're 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 not going to be the media darlings. We're not going to be the plucky Browns. We're going to be a hated team in this league, and we're going to have to deal with that now. But um, that'll be interesting to see too how how this team responds to being in that type of a position. Yeah, Chris. I, I mean, don't you agree? I mean, I we're not going to be a plucky, fun team for the NFL no, like we have no. been in the past. Baker, oh, this is going to be fun. It's plucky. No, now it's going to be the you know sixty yeah. minutes is going to yeah. be talking to these women or whatever else on a regular basis, and you know, in some cases, rightfully so. Uh, but I mean, the national look at the Cleveland Browns is not going to be that plucky team anymore. It's going to be one that's you know going to be very dark for some folks. And people are good, and that's just going to expedite some of the criticism on the team if they do fail. You know, even even during a Deshaun Watson suspension, say you know he's suspended and Jacoby Brissett doesn't look good, and they stumble out of the gate against the first four opponents, which looks like you should be four and zero with just competent quarterback play with, from Brissett. And if things don't go that way, man, the the, uh-huh. the Stephen A. Smiths of the world and the Colin Cowards of the world, Skip Baylesses, they're going to be licking their chops to go at the Browns. It could get very ugly. Yeah. If we don't if we don't go like at least two and two in the beginning of the season, because those games are easy. And then leading up to the bye week, it's tough. It gets much tougher after those four the first four weeks there. Middle heavy schedule, man. Yeah. Middle heavy. Oof. We we shall see what happens. We shall um, see. It seems like six games for Watson. It, it seems like six games, for now, six games. I, I don't know. That's kind of what's well, been. Is this kind of a weird there. consensus of like Twitter people, or is this I like rumblings so. yes. in the media? It seems like it seems like a lot of the national players to, the, today, this morning, in their Monday morning columns. Uh, I think Fowler had it, Breer had it, and Peter King all had guesses of six games. Like conveniently today, I found that really? a little weird. Yeah, yeah that is strange. Unless yeah. they're just copying and pasting each other, but still. Correct. And, and it could just be speculation off of what the league has done previously, you know, which would fall around that, you know, four, six, eight kind of category. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, I, I found it interesting that like three publications today posted six games. Chris, I remember doing a show after the Brown season ended and I said, I will never in my life go into a season with expectations greater than eight and eight at the time or eight and nine or nine and eight anywhere right around there i'm never going again but if i I would say if deshaun's not suspended i i'm like 14 and three (laughs) that high are you serious you go that high probably i think they could be so good dave you're doing it to yourself again I, i can't go that high i know i know everybody's riding high yeah you know thinking that he's gonna going to really do something here and i i think he can but boy oh boy i maybe i've been hurt so many times dave well there's going to be here's something that people haven't talked about guys is there's going to be rust there's going to be rust he could go out there and lay an egg in his first couple in his first couple games and then we're looking at okay well you know you really hope chubb and hunt do their job in the defense with their job and maybe you could salvage a couple while he just tries to get back up to nfl speed and read an nfl defenses right and the fact that I, I don't know how you guys are, but when I have something going on that's away from work 
no matter what it might be. And in this case, you know, it's the, the horrible case with all the women. Yeah, it affects you. It's going to affect you, right? I would think so. I mean, unless he's a robot, maybe he is. Some people could do it. Some people could turn things on, turn things off, and have no problem. They compartmentalize things like this. I, most people, I believe... You would have to be a psychopath for this to not affect you. Well, yeah. yeah. professional athletes, Dave, they're, they're a little different than you and I. You I know, guess so, that's, yeah. that's what some of it, sometimes that's what makes them great is they can compartmentalize whatever is going on in their life. Right. Yeah. And they can turn it off and they can still put it together on the field. Other times it doesn't work out that way. And small things in their personal life can, can bleed over onto the field. This is a big thing. This is a huge deal. And for him not to be affected on the field, I would agree with you. It would take some Jeez. kind of a psychopath or something. There's got to be some psychosis to not have that affect you at all. And I, that's totally glazed over. No one's really talking about that either. Yeah, that is true. Um, something people are talking about, Jose Ramirez. He had 48 RBIs. Now he has, what, 51. The game, I don't know if it's even over yet, but he's leading the majors. 51 he's leading in in triples he's second in extra base hits i feel like he i don't think he's underappreciated but he might be like one of the most underrated players in the mlb yes i don't think he gets nearly enough attention because if you took jose off of this roster I, I, we're the worst team in baseball. We're the Pirates. We are the worst team in baseball if Jose's not on this team. Yeah, it's. I mean, it's crazy. And and it is, I, I feel like it is partially a Cleveland thing because the dude has the swag with the hair and the losing the helmet and he wears a chain, a pendant of himself inside the chain. So, I mean, he has all the things that people would say, baseball needs more of this. You know, baseball does need more of, more of Jose Ramirez and maybe they should work to promote him a little bit more because he is one of the best things that the sport has going right now. Yeah, I mean, just look at the dude walk. Like he struts his <laughs> confidence. He's he's incredible. Like he he needs way more national attention, and I think he doesn't get it because the the team's just not that good right now. Just look at the dude walk. That's a great quote because that's exactly right. <laughs> yes, he, he just exudes. He just exudes that leadership, that just charisma, just everything, and it it's fantastic. And it's fun for the fans, and it's just fun to see. He's a guy who has fun. And it was, I think Frankie Lindor was putting on a lot of a show here of being Mr. Smile and everything else. Yep. Jose, I mean, he's just a cocky dude who just loves to go <laughs> out there and mash. Yes. He and is that's what he real does deal. Basis. It's fun. Yes, it is. Uh, all right. Real quickly. We haven't talked any basketball in a bit, but we've got the Warriors and the Celtics. Is that still going on? That whole <laughs> NBA basketball thing? I tuned out a couple of months ago, Dave. Two teams I really just don't like. I hate them both. Uh, lesser of two evils here. I guess I'm going Celtics. Don't really oh. hate the players on the team. Oh. Hate Boston. All the fans. They're the worst. But I can. I there's no way I could ever root for the Warriors. You please tell me you guys are on the same page. I'd like know. to see a sweep either oh, way. Look at Nick. Look at Nick. Just get it done. Yeah, I, I'm with you. Rip the Band-Aid off. I don't care if it's Golden State. I don't care if it's Boston. I hate you both. Just somebody sweep the other one and get this crap over with. <laughs> I'm done with it. So done with it. Is it football season yet? I'm I sick know. of all this. 
I'm sick of baseball. I'm sick of basketball. Just give me the football. Couple yeah, months, week, though, give me some though. golf this week first. There you go. <laughs> All right. Yeah, I don't even want to talk about it. So that's great. Uh, let's move on to some who wants to be a billionaire because we need to go ahead and give away some Labats. Uh, it is Guardians Trivia. Who wants to be a billionaire? Let's get it going. to be a billionaire brought to you by Labatt. Each week, one contestant gets a chance to answer Guardians trivia for their chance to win. Start with a six-pack, onto a 12-pack, onto a 24-pack, and one final question to take home a case of Labatt Blue Light and a GV Art shirt this week. Look at that shirt! Yeah, buddy! Drew Therion making his way back to the show. Drew, what's up, man? Uh, how's it going, guys? Uh, I'm so nervous this time. I can't lose again. <laughs> no, Drew. So when, honesty too. Yes, we're all we, rooting for you here, Drew. We are, man. We are. When were you on, and wh- when did you lose? It was Browns trivia, and I missed uh, whatever our stupid O line, Bill Callahan. I missed the question about Bill Callahan, and then I had two people immediately after text me and say. Oh, I knew the answer to that, and I was sick that I didn't get it. <laughs> oh, that's right. Did you did you have a lifeline that you used last time or no? Yep, and they, they missed They guaranteed they would get any question right for me, and they didn't. All right, your luck is about to change tonight. Are you ready? Oh, yeah. All right, you've got the lifeline. If you need to use it, reflog will call them. Question one, let's kick it off. Guardians trivia, who wants to be a billionaire? The Guardians began a series with the Royals tonight. Which current Royals first baseman signed with Kansas City last year after spending 10 seasons in Cleveland? Carlos Santana, final answer. Boom. It's a good start. Give you an easy one to start. Yeah. The question made it sound like it was 10 consecutive seasons. It was not, but nonetheless, you got it. Well done, Drew. Mm -hmm. Philly trip in between. (laughs) Uh, All right. Would you like to move on? You got a six pack. I'm going the whole way, no matter what. Wow. Yes. (laughs) All right, Drew, for cash for a 12 pack of Labatt. Last season, the Royals and Guardians made history by having a batter hit a home run off his own brother in an MLB game. Which former Cleveland outfielder hit the home run off his brother, Kyle? Oh, I'm Bradley Zimmer. I'm 99 That was quick. Sure. That is correct. Bradley Zimmer, well done. Well done. Very quick on that one, Kyle. Yeah, very. You call him Kyle? Yeah. That was... Uh, uh, I think that was the question. Yes. <laughs> he's Kyle now. He was Drew. Yes. Now he's Kyle. Drew, you look like All a right. brother. You know, we got hey, Kyle. Uh, we got Bradley. 
Got brothers there. I don't know. Well, well done, Drew. <laughs> if the questions are like this, you can call me Kyle. It's fine. Oh. <laughs> All right, Nick. We're moving on to question three. All righty. Let's do it. For cash for a 24-pack of the bat, Drew, Miles Straw is on pace for nearly 40 stolen bases this season. Who is the last Cleveland player to steal at least 40 bases in one season? Steals. Ooh. Sidebar question while you're thinking of that. Drew, do you know who Ricky Henderson is? Of course. A's legend. Uh, Nick. Come on. Come on. Come on. (laughs) 40 steals. I'm thinking guys like Michael Bourne. I don't think anyone – I can't think of anyone recently getting up to 40. We just don't steal that much. Uh, I might have to go lifeline on this one. Can we give you yeah. a hint? Would you like a hint before you go lifeline? For sure. He so, became a Cleveland legend in game seven oh, of the 2016 oh. World Series. That was the that's hint? That's a gab hint. That was a horrible hint. Who writes that? Yeah. Uh, thank you for the hint. Great hint. So it's Rajay Davis then. Uh... Oh, I thought he was going to say Kipnis. Kipnis was <laughs> that's a gab hint. <laughs> He nearly became a legend in Game Seven of the 2016 World Series. What? Who is Michael Martinez? Michael Martinez. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's funny. I was Chris. I was just going to tell him it was 2016 as the hint. Oh well, that I'm Gab tonight. I'll there be your Gab. All right. That is a uh, man. We're flying through this, Drew. We're we're going for the the big money here. Are you ready? Oh yeah. Question four, for a case of Labatt Blue Light and a GV Art shirt, the Guardians play the Orioles this week. Only 17 players have ever hit four home runs in a single MLB game. Which Cleveland legend is the only Guardians player to accomplish this feat, hitting four home runs against Baltimore in 1959. Jeez. All right. I've got, I actually have a, a perfect lifeline for this, I think. Yeah? Who, who are we calling? I'm, I got to call my uncle on this. He's old-time Cleveland through and through. So if he doesn't know. I, I mean, I don't know. I have one old, old-time guess about to bet. <laughs> okay. Um. Uh, Pop uh pop the number into that private chat over here and we'll we'll put him on the line. Okay. Let me get his number. Honestly, I was I was really banking on a Bob Feller question today. So <laughs> I was thinking like true Memorial Day. Right? <laughs> yeah. Oh, Chris is already on it. Oh, I hear it. Now, is he expecting this call? Yes, I have warned him. Just texted Hello? a second ago, too. Oh, that was quick. That was a quick pickup. Hello. Hello. Is this Drew's uncle? <laughs> yes, it is. Uh, excellent. Excellent. So we dialed the right number. Well, right yeah. now, Drew is at our final question for all the marbles. So I'm going to have I'm gonna have Dave here read the question to you, see if you can help okay. Drew out a little bit here. Okay. All right. Here we go. The Guardians play the Orioles this week. 
Only 17 players have ever hit you know four. I'm having a little trouble hearing you. Uh oh. Okay. Can you hear me now? I can hear you a little better. Oh, there we go. We got you loud and clear now. <laughs> okay. Here, okay, so the Guardians play the Orioles this week. Only 17 players have ever hit four home runs in a single MLB game. Well, you're really having trouble with that. I can't, you're really I'm barely hearing you. Should Chris read it? Yeah, Chris, you try. Yeah, let me let me Hello? see. Can you hear Chris? Put on speaker, so maybe that'll help. Okay. Okay, here we go. The Guardians played the Orioles this week. Only 17 players have ever hit four home runs in a single MLB game. Which Cleveland legend is the only Guardians player to accomplish this feat, hitting four home runs against Baltimore in 1959? Rocky Colavito. Boom! Oh! Yes, thank you, Tom. Thank you so much. I knew Perfona friend. He's the trivia mastermind. Nothing he better. Killed I it. Owe him. He killed it. Absolutely killed it. Well done. Well done. No problem. I love my nephew. <laughs> you guys are a good team. You guys are a great. Very team. good. And Drew's uncle, oh, if you yeah. didn't know, that would have been very easy for you Am to I say. I go? don't know what you're saying. You are good to go, sir. Yeah, you're good. Okay. Have a great night. Fantastic. No hesitation. No. He was the one who told me last time he knew the answer, so I I couldn't (laughs) couldn't knock him twice. Wow, he stepped up. He stepped up big. Oh yeah. Drew, congratulations, man. Taking home the case and the G V art shirt. As every guest gets to do. Expectations for the rest of the season, predictions. How you? What, what's your gut check, man, for the for the Guardians right now? I said eighty and eighty-two before the year. I still think we get around there. I think it's a five hundred baseball club. Pitching starting to get better. Bats. Hopefully, we get some young guys in. Tyler Freeman, Arias gets healthy. Nolan Jones gets healthy. Still think there's a lot of talent. If one player could play better than they're playing right now, who would who would you pick? Uh, awesome hedges. That's that's fair. <laughs> <laughs> what about Fran Mill, man? Like, I would love oh, yeah. to see Fran Mill actually break out of his shell once again. Oh yeah, I feel like hit the ball across the board from some of these right. guys too. What's that, Chris? I said it'd be nice to get some consistency from some of these guys because each of them have had kind of their moments, maybe not hedges so much, but <laughs> offensively they've had their moments and it seems like they just can't stay at that level outside of Jose. He's the unicorn. Yeah, Another huge yeah. night tonight. Yeah, no doubt. So is that over? Did we win? We did. Yep. Yes, we Seven did. Three. And someone else got an RBI outside of Jose Ramirez. So that's a good night. Yeah. We're going places. That's right. Maybe not the playoffs, but places. <laughs> All right, Drew, congrats once again. Love the shirt. Love the answers. Love the lifeline. You nailed it. You crushed it. We will talk to you soon. All right. Thanks, guys. Thanks, guys. See you. See you, Drew. We appreciate the time, Kyle. Drew <laughs> slash Kyle kicked some ass there. I think the key for the uh, – 
I think the key for the lifeline is to have Chris here read the questions. Yeah, he could not hear me at all. And, and that's like been a common thing for some reason. Yeah. Oh, has it really? Well, I think maybe because Chris is calling, so it's yeah. to where he is. So, Chris, you are on you are on duty from here on out. Plus, I text them the answer, so that also helps. <laughs> yes, I love how we didn't even ask his name. We're just like, oh, yeah. Drew's uncle, Kyle's uncle, Kyle's uncle. Yeah. He's like, what? You the wrong number. <laughs> yeah, that would be great you... if we just start calling random people in Cleveland and just act like you know, hey, we've got your nephew here. Question number four. <laughs> I wonder how many people would just play along. Be like, yeah, yeah, I got this. Yeah, I know my Guardians trivia. That's fine. Let's go. I think we should try it. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> just pull a random number. Okay, you can either do your lifeline or we can pull a random for you. <laughs> yeah, we could have like a phone book and we could just like. And you like... get two shirts. That you, It doubles <laughs> it up. It's like doubling down. You just randomly call somebody. Chris, did you ever do prank calls growing up? We so like yeah. when the internet. Oh, I did prank calls. Yeah, so we used to Nick. We used to have like soundboards okay. where it would be like Howard Stern soundboard. So you okay. would call someone, and it would be the soundboard. You could you know be like a hundred to hundred fifty different soundboards of Howard Stern. You'd call people, and they would think that they're on Howard Stern, and you would just hit the right button <laughs> That's so and have funny. like an entire conversation with them. That's good. I you like used that. to do that. Oh yeah. You're either a genius or a huge dork and probably a little column A and column B, but that is fantastic, my friend. Oh, yeah. There was an Arnold Schwarzenegger soundboard, which was incredible. You're like a one-man crank anchors over there. That's what it was. Yeah, it was was great. We should bring that back. They need to. Can't really do it these days. So so I'm going to tell you a story. My, My son was at a sleepover this weekend. And I asked him what he did. And they said they did some prank calls. And I was like, first of all, how do you do prank calls in this day and age? You know, your number is going to come up. Yeah, don't don't be doing that. And then he said, well, we called some local pizza places, which I also said, don't do that. They're they're serving the good of of everybody, especially the late night drunks. You can't be messing that up. But I said, well, what what did you guys do? Well, we'd call and ask like stuff about the refrigerator running and stuff like yeah. that. And I was like, well, what was their reaction? They're like, oh no, we'd ha- we'd hang up. Like, well, oh, you, come on. you get out of that? Yeah, you've never heard it. that one. You just ask, is your refrigerator running? And then like whatever they say, well, you better go catch it. Then you hang up real fast. No, no, he just hung up oh. right after the line. They didn't even oh, wait for the punch. Man. man, that's amateur hour. I know. So next sleepover has got to be at your house, Chris. That's I told them next sleepover, come over here. We're going to do these right. We'll use a soundboard. <laughs> we'll bring Dave over. Yes, I am in. Dave <laughs> obviously knows what he's doing a lot yes. more than I do. Yeah. I've got those soundboards somewhere. All right. So I've got a pack of baseball cards, Nick, that have been sitting here for like six months. So how about really quickly to end the show, Chris, how, do, how I would like you to make a bet. I've got one back here, Dave. Oh, do you? I was going to do, Nick, how many players he knows. Oh, I like that. I like that. Okay. Yeah, let's do that. What year is this? This is 1992. Nick, when were you born? I was negative six years old. (laughs) All right. How many many cards in the pack, Dave? Uh, Let's see here. Match stats win a $100,000 card show buying spree wow i feel like that's probably expired 15 cards over under chris 
I will put it at three and a half. Oh, oh that's low. I was saying six. I'll give him six. You're going to go six. All right, six I'm going to say Nick knows three. I just opened it. So I'll take six and over. You go five and under, Dave. All right, here we I'm go. I'm going to blow you both away. Get all 15. Well, that Nick, would be good for me. Steve Farr. Okay, we're 0 for 1. Come on, Do Nick. you guys know Steve? Carney Lansford. We're on the honor system here. Yep. No. Jason Pruitt. Uh, any relation to no Browns? <laughs> no. <laughs> Jim Abbott. Okay, come mm. on. Oh no! Come Is on! That, no, there's no way you know it. You Is it Detroit? Seen... Is it Detroit? Oh God! He pitched a no hitter against the Indians. You don't know Jim Abbott with one no, arm. No, he no, has no. one arm, and he oh, pitched a no hitter against the Indians. No, no idea. I'm We'd be lucky to get Dave. one at this rate. See, I'm telling you, Chris. I'm screwed, yeah. man. Kent Merker. Ooh, I know Kent Murphy. You don't. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Gerald Clark. Gerald oh, sounds familiar, Jay. but no. Oh, no, 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 no. Uh, this is like a lot of, like a scratch off. <laughs> I'll do that later. Hold on. Let's see. That one. Well, does that count? Does that count towards my over under? No. I feel All like right. that's blotched anyway. Yo, here we go. Oh, come on. Uh-oh. Ricky Henderson. You have I to prove him. that you know who it is, too. Dude. Oh, no. Jay Buner. Oh, Jay freaking Buner. Come on. Nick, do you how know do I Jay pro- Buner? Yeah, but how do I prove that? Name a team he played for. Do you, yeah, you would know. He. He basically played for one team for a very long time. Uh, he played uh, alongside a very, very good player. Yeah, he did. He was a power hitter. No, he played for three teams. Is there well, yeah, players? but I would say one his- of them was the Seattle Mariners. Yes. Correct. Oh, that's it. That's the only one that I know. Okay, so you do know who Jay Buhner is. Yes, 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 yes. But I only know him. On, uh, what jerseys he got on there? Uh, I believe it's Seattle. Yeah, Seattle. Okay, who, we got one. That's a big. Who was the uh, the three four combo there for Seattle? Can Buner clean up? Uh, I got a guess. You know it. Is it the same time frame though? Is it Griffey? Yeah. Okay. Same time. Oh, frame. he only played for two teams. I knew both teams, but I also thought he. What played- was the other one? Just out of here, Seattle and the Yankees. Oh wow! Of the Yankees. It was part of a Seinfeld, actually. But all right, all right. Jay Buhner was in Seinfeld. No, he wasn't actually in it. But I think uh, George's dad gets upset about the Yankees trading Buhner at one point. Oh, nice. All right, you have one. Uh, David Segui. <laughs> no. Oh, he was. Uh, he was pretty famous. He played for the Indians. Evidently, not not, not long enough. Greg Vaughn. Come on. Oh. Not to be confused with Mo Vaughn. I've, I've actually, so fun story. Mo Vaughn sat courtside at one of my high school basketball games. Uh, but Greg Vaughn did not. No, I have no idea. Oh, God. I know Mo Vaughn. I have a picture with Mo Vaughn. How many do we have? Do we have three so far? No. You have, he has one. He has Buner. He has Buner. That's it. That's just literally it. 
Oh God! But she's at least the best one in this, and I only she knew Buner. I'd say Abbott is, but okay. I only know yeah. Buner because of Griffey. <laughs> Ricky, <laughs> Ricky Jordan. Oh, I was hoping you'd say, yeah, Ricky Henderson. Ricky I, don't Henderson. I don't know who Ricky Jordan is. Julio Franco. Pat Kelly. Oh boy! I mean, that's a generic name. Talking <laughs> about generic names, Wally Whitehurst. Nope. Charlie Whitehurst, clipboard Jesus. He was Browns back. Rob Murphy. No, we got to do these with football cards. Mike Fetters? Basketball. No. Mel Hall. Oh, come on. That actually sounds familiar. No, you don't know. Wait for the Indians. Yeah, yeah. Mel Hall. I I think I could have got two. I don't think so. I knew Mel Hall. Keep it, Nick or Chris. Do you have that pack right there? Yeah, Dave. Let's run it back. I got sixteen more cards. Let's see if you can do it. it. I I still go under three and a half. He's at one. Oh, oh God, man, I'm so screwed. we're combining them and I'm combining screwed. cards. Oh, oh, here we go. Todd Burns. Nope. Nope. Danny Darwin. Mm-mm. Nope. Of course, those two, I'm not getting those either. Right. Milk Thompson. His name is Milk? Milk. <laughs> oh. Willie, ba- Willie Blair. Nope. Nope. Jeff McKnight. Ooh, sounds familiar. You don't know. Nope. Him. Mark Dewey. Again, sounds familiar, but no. Todd Van Poppel. <laughs> no. Mark Newfield. Nick's, Nick's just giggling at the names at this point. <laughs> I know. No, I don't know. Daryl Eckerfelds. Boy, this is a rough pack. This is a rough yeah, No. Marty no. Barrett. Mm-mm. Dwight Evans. No. Here's one. How about Terry Pendleton? Mm-mm. Nothing. Gary Pettis. Oh, any relation to uh... Jerome? No. Yeah, or Dante. There's been a couple of Pettises. Dave Magadan. Ah, here we go. Howard Johnson. Hey-o. Hojo. We no. got two. We got there two. You go. There you Greg, go. Have you, have you stayed Catteret. in one of those hotels? Greg Wait, what? You had a hotel chain. Oh, really? You didn't no. know that? Oh. No, no, I didn't know he has a hotel chain. Let's go down hotel chains now. Let's see how Hojo. many he knows. He did, Red he Roof know Inn. Howard Johnson is a hotel chain. Mm-mm. Oh, Red Roof Inn. Oh, that's him. No. <laughs> Do you know who Tom Bodet is? Nope. All right. Oh man. We'll leave the is light. Is that it? Yeah. I mean, we could do another pack if you wanted to. No. How many cards did you just run through? That was huh? sixteen. That was it. That was 16. that was a brutal sixteen. So two. All right. We'll do one more. One more. I can't believe you thought six, Chris. So he's got two through two packs. <laughs> I, oh man! Oh, I opened a legend here football. right on the top. We're gonna okay. need a baseball card sponsor at some point to run this through. This one's all this cards. one. Okay, this one has some promise. I've seen oh the no! Top but card. Th- th- that scares me because sometimes Dave Rigetti. No. Okay. Okay. Here we go. Ozzy Smith. Yes, we got There's three. Well, we well, three. Whoa. That's a confident yes. What did Ozzy Smith do before when he take his position? We had this on the show. We literally talked about it last week on the show. Oh, no. I know his nickname. Does that count? I know his nickname. What's his nickname? His nickname is the Wizard of Oz because that was big. Ozzy Smith was big. No. What did he do when he took the field? It backflip. Oh, he did a backflip. Okay. Oh, yes. All right. Okay. Uh, three. Lance McCullers. Yes. Pirates. Yep. Chris Hoyles. No. Word no. four. Henke. Kent yeah, Urbeck? No, we just had him, so kind of know him. 
No, you don't. <laughs> Casey Candielli? Nope. Willie Randolph? Nope. Daryl Ackerfields? Nope. Ooh, ooh, kind of a sad one here. Steve Olin? No. Why is that sad? Wow. Oh. He died in a boat accident. Oh, yeah, that was an Indian sidearm pitcher. That's your homework for this week. Go look that one up. Yeah. Tim Burke? Mm, oh, oh here's one. I hope I pronounce it right. Oh, yeah. Here's one. Chris doesn't even know how to pronounce it. Ricky Henderson. Hey! <laughs> we got five. He's got big old star. It says all-star on here. Stolen base guy. Keith Comstack. Nick, what position did Ricky Henderson play? Shortstop. That was a complete guess. <laughs> what position in the lineup was he? Oh, I don't freaking know. Probably lead off if he was fast. There you go. All right. Here we go. <laughs> okay, we got two more. You should know this one too. Dennis Martinez. Yeah. There you go. And Lonnie Smith. Mm, no. Less enthusiastic. I know Dennis Martinez. We did Dave, Big Play J, and I went and did Big Play Trivia just out around like downtown Cleveland. Yeah, that the was correct fun. answer was Michael Martinez. And the guy was arguing with us to know it was the last out of the World Series. Who yeah. that was the question. And the guy swore on everything. It was Dennis Martinez. Sure. Dennis Martinez. We're like, no, dude, his name was not Dennis. He's like, it was, it was. Right church, wrong pew. Dennis yep. Michael Martin. One of the nicest people ever. <laughs> met him one time. Super nice. Then I met Albert Bell. Not as nice. Super nice. But Come way on. cooler. Yeah. All right. Well, I got five. That was five the last time we're ever doing that segment. Three packs. Three packs. Oh, that was the last time we're ever doing that segment. That was <laughs> Nick, you have to end the show because that was just so pathetic. Take us All out. Right. Next time we're doing baseball cards. We're going to get a card shop sponsor. We'll do football cards next. There we or go. Or basketball. Could do either of those. Could hang there. Thank you guys it. so much for watching another episode of Big Play Reflog. We'll be back next Monday night. Huge thanks, as always, to Shaq News. Go check them out. Go download the Shaq Pets app as well. Huge thanks, as always, to Labatt Blue. Go drink some Labatt's. This summer, the seltzers are good. The tarts are good. Go check out Labatt. Big thanks to GVR. Glad we were able to give away a shirt from them. And look out for our weekly giveaways presented by TSE Cleveland. We'll see you guys next Monday night. Peace.